I'm Adam Buxton. Welcome to the Sparks Brothers. Russell and Ron Mayle are Sparks, a band of two brothers who have shaped the pop music landscape for decades. We're about to get a taste of what Sparks is all about. Filmmaker Edgar Wright created a documentary that follows the career of Sparks, so we'll talk with him and the Mail brothers and hear a lot of their music. You fell for me, I fell for you. You think I'm great, I think you're good. And that's enough to prove the point once more. Everybody's stupid, that's for sure. Everybody's stupid, that's for sure. Everybody's stupid, that's for sure. It wasn't hard to find people in the music world who wanted to talk about Sparks. Edgar Wright gathered over 80 people to talk about the band in his documentary, The Sparks Brothers. For a band like Sparks, being ahead of the curve is like a lonely place to be sometimes because I think Ron and Russell were always like pushing forward and any time that they'd done an album in a style, they then kind of quickly moved on to something else. But being ahead of the curve doesn't necessarily mean that you're aware of the influence you're having it wasn't until decades later that Ron and Russell realised that a lot of the punk bands were fans of Sparks. The Sex Pistols, Susie and the Banshees, you know, post-punk bands like Joy Division, that they were all Sparks fans. They didn't know that at the time. And in fact, at the time, they probably even suspected that they were considered to be dinosaurs by the young bands. Not the case. And so I think it isn't until, like, maybe like a long time afterwards that you realize that you not only have fans for people that you think like oh this is these are the new bands and we're going to be kind of superseded by them not realizing that those people are super fans that steve jones and paul cook from the sex pistols would have been at a 1974 sparks concert at hammersmith odeon they had no way of knowing that so i think the the great thing about this documentary is like connecting some of those people i mean there was one interview I did in London with Stephen Morrison, uh, Gillian Gilbert from New Order. And immediately after them, Ron and Russell were doing one of their interviews. And then both bands did exactly the same thing to me. Is Stephen and Gillian from New Order said to me, Hey, um, is it okay if we stay a bit longer and meet Ron and Russell? And then Ron and Russell said, Hey, is it okay if we come a bit earlier and meet New Order? <laughs> And then I got to be in the room when the, the bands met for the first time ever. You know, and as far back as like 40 years ago, New Order had done a cover of When I'm With You in concert, you know, and, and, and now that they're meeting for the first time through the documentary. So that was a really, really sweet thing to witness. Hey, I'm Adam Buxton, and you're listening to The Sparks Brothers. A lot of the songs that Ron and Russell Mail write are funny. Let's hear a bit of The Sparks Brothers documentary, this part featuring Flea of the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Weird Al Yankovic, producer Tony Visconti, and Ron Mail. 
Something that's always kind of confounded me in popular music is people's inability to take humor seriously. And I think that's one of the things like why a band like Sparks isn't as big as the biggest bands in the world. Because they're funny. You had sense, you had style, you had cash galore. A lot of critics and some fans uh, sometimes denigrate bands that show their sense of humor. Like, oh, it's a comedy band, it's a joke band. I just don't get that. I don't know why it has to be so stinking serious. I thought it was going to be a smash hit album because it was so different. And anyone could see that we spent hours of work and put detail in it. And the songs are so great. And Russell's singing was amazing. The world just didn't agree with us, you know. It did well, but not that well. We were so irate, just lack of acceptance for what we thought was an amazing album that we were seriously considering recording Louie Louie as our next single, you know, just for spite. The songs they're talking about are from the Sparks album Indiscreet. Here's filmmaker Edgar Wright. Really indiscreet was their attempt to make their own Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club band. Not so much a concept album, but an album with a variety of styles. So I know that Under the Table with Her confused some of the other members of the band who didn't understand what they were doing. This isn't rock and roll. What is this? It's just like brilliantly performed and conceived little kind of like pastiche with like a string quartet playing. And the lyric is great. Again, you have to like sort of figure out what exactly is happening, and, and usually it sounds like it might be quite naughty. Nobody misses diminutive offspring, not when there's big wigs there, there. Dinner for twelve is now dinner for ten, cause I'm under the table with her. Here's Sparks keyboard player and songwriter Ron Mayle. Part of creativity is play and being playful and sadly a lot of people as they grow up feel that being playful is a sign of immaturity but we're not afraid to display our immaturity in many different ways and I think that that spirit of playfulness is is really something that is a necessity not not playful in the sense of being frivolous but just that kind of carefree feeling and and that kind of anything can go and that it isn't always goal orientated what you're doing that it would be a better place i think if more people didn't grow up enough to consider play beneath them once in a while, Sparks will collaborate with other artists. For example, Franz Ferdinand. Some might find me borderline attractive from afar. But afar is not with 